Welcome to the Making Money in Multifamily show, where we discuss everything to do with multifamily real estate investing. We believe it's the best way to gain financial freedom and build lasting wealth. This is where you'll find the best information and practices to help you succeed in your real estate business, whether you're already experienced or just starting out. Here's your host, Dave Morja. In an attempt to learn more about how successful business and real estate professionals think, I ask every guest of the show my five key questions. These questions are meant to give you, the listener, a glimpse at what makes a successful real estate professional tick on both a personal and business level. If you could only pick one trait that explains your success, what is that trait and why? I came from pretty humble beginnings. Um, and so um, it started off with kind of a, a two-part answer. I started off very competitive, um, not really when it came to sports and things like that. Um, but I, I, I started off competitive in life <laughs> and that served me well through my twenties and thirties because I wanted to win and win and win. It hasn't served me well in my early forties because you got to some, some place you got to turn that off. So I'd replace competitiveness with just a sense of urgency. Everything I've always done, I've operated with a sense of urgency and, and, um, and I think that's just, I think that's just driven my work ethic and cause I'm, I'm definitely not the smartest guy in the room. I think it's just just, you know, get up to the bat, swing a lot and operate with a sense of urgency. What is the most uncharacteristic thing you've done in your business and why did you do it? So that's, again, a two-part answer. Um, this is a, a real estate podcast. So I'll start with a real estate answer um, and then I'll end with my, my day job because it's kind of interesting. Um, I think buying my mobile home park, you know, I, um, I owned a duplex. I had a lot of equity in it and I did a 1031 exchange and bought a 40-unit mobile home park, you know, in North Carolina. That's 2,200 miles away. Yeah, that was uncharacteristic. That was, uh, that, that pushed me. That pushed my, that, that is a that leap. Pushed my brain. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a leap. And that we're about a year into that project now. And then on, on my day job, you know, about a decade ago, we went virtual. I've got 55 employees that all work from home. And, um, I've, I've been questioned a lot because this could apply to, you know, business and real estate business. I've been questioned a lot about that, especially by my competitors. And, um, it's, it's, it's serving us well. Can you name a time where you felt like you were not going to end up successful? How did you overcome that fear or belief? Yeah, um, I, you know, to tie it back to real estate, I mean, you know, um, we've all felt that way. But tying back to real estate, um, and that's a whole different podcast is the mobile home park. We bought the mobile home park and um, immediately started losing tenants. It's, it's a half RV, half mobile. And, and, um, and we went from about 95% occupancy down to 90, 85, 80. And, and, uh, and we were thinking, oh, man, we, we made a mistake. We maybe bought the wrong market, bought the wrong asset class. Um, and, um, you know, and I think what we, what we did to fix it was, and I'm a big fan of this, just, you know, the next, do, the next right, do the next right step. Take the next right step, you know. Um, and that, you know, I, you, I didn't come up with that. I think, I, I think that's the big Brandon Turner and his, his podcast. He always talks about the, the next and the most important next step. And I think it's also my, I have young kids. I think that's do the next right thing is in frozen too. So well, anyway, but I always take the next right step. And so I think with that, we just, you know, it's just tweaking the knobs, it's pulling the levers and we, um, 
we had a management issue. Um, we've learned a lot about how to manage a mobile home park, you know, 2,000 miles away. So we tweaked our management, you know, the balance between our offsite manager and our onsite manager. Um, and that's actually really what did it. Is, is, but I think when you're when things are going in the wrong direction, it's easy to get overwhelmed and just feel like a failure. And I think you just have to just take it in bite-sized pieces and just take do the next right thing. And um, not every tweak's going to work, and you just got to keep making those fine adjustments. Step back, see what happens, and see what improves. If that doesn't work, try something else. Again, but operate with a sense of urgency. Get after it. Don't don't get overwhelmed and feel like, you know, everything's crashing down on you. Just take the next right step. Can you name a time where something in your business went perfectly, and what did you do to make that a reality? On the real estate side, not to be not to scare newbies out there, but you know, real estate is never perfect, right? It's an in, it's inefficient, imperfect business, and that's why we love it, right? Um, it's not the stock market. It's not commodities. I think that's probably. The, I guess I could answer that with just probably the, the best decision I've made in my real estate business is bringing on a partner. Uh, Mitchell England's my partner and, and I've always invested in the smaller stuff um, on my own. And, you know, Robert Kiyosaki says it best, you know, business and, and investing is a team sport. And um, I highly recommend people to, to, to bring people onto their team, whether it's partners or, you know, employees that are smarter than you, because I'm a big fan of that too. Um, you know, it's, it's always great to have, mul- you know, multiple points of view. And um, it is, I think that's probably my, my number one thing that I've done right on real estate is brought on a partner. What have you been focusing on lately to improve yourself or your business? I came into 2020 wanting to join a mastermind group. And so um, I was introduced to a group called GoBundance which um, I'm a big fan of. I joined in January and it's, and I think they're up to about through 300 ish, maybe just shy of 300 members. And they're all, they're all guys like us, right? Type A entrepreneurs, real estate investors. And, um, and to me, that's what really just, I joined a level up. I want to, I want to, I want people, I want to, um, I want to be pushed and I want to be pushed in a big way. And these guys are, I mean, these guys are movers and shakers but they're not just um, focused on business and real estate and financials. They have, you know, they have six pillars. So there's, you know, there's finance, there's business, there's, you know, giving and charity, there's, you know, genuine relationships, there's health, there's bucket list items. It's, it's living a, a full life, but it's been great. I mean, to, to be able to join these groups and, you know, every week and, and they'll bring on guests, you know, billionaire guests or big time syndicators or guys that have done really well that have also navigated past downturns, you know, the, the dot com in 2008 and these types of things. And just listening to how these guys think and, and how, um, how they look, how, what their approach and their point of view is, um, has been absolutely enlightening. So leveling up with a mastermind group and just listening to their point of view and how they navigated past downturns and how they're looking at this particular COVID crisis has, has been invaluable. Thank you for listening. This has been the Making Money in Multifamily podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or would just like to connect, please feel free to check out the show notes for how you can connect or visit longviewacquisitions.com.